And we are blast off. Yay! Yay! Hey, welcome back. This is the Obligatory Podcast. I'm Mike Hurley. And I'm Kermit. And uh, so glad to be talking to you guys again. Hey. It seems like it's been forever, Kerm. It has. Oh, okay. A full 30-minute setup. Well, that makes sense. Right. That makes sense. But we're learning. We're, we're learning. learning. So what's up, man? Uh, not, not, well, everything, man, everything, ton of stuff going on, but what's, what's, what's going on with you? We'll start with you. I, I feel like we're always directing it towards me and then I get off on a tangent before I know it, 30 minutes has come by and you've just been like <laughs> nodding your head the whole time. So <laughs> let's make this, let's make this the about you episode oh, of the obligatory. Horrible. I feel obliged to make this about Kermit Gonzalez, my co-host. So go ahead, Kerm. What's going on with you? Man. let's talk about let's talk about the elephant let's talk about the elephant in the room uh usually i walk into your house i'm attacked by two dogs and today today i was attacked by a third dog three dogs you didn't tell me man you didn't warn me what's up it's it's just for a little while just the other two just started liking me (laughs) yeah and then this one comes in and they're like oh yeah we don't like him either i don't like the new one either it's a mob mentality yeah no it's um my girlfriend's uh, family up north, they got, they got a dog, and then they realized they didn't want a dog, mm-hmm. so they're going to put it in one of those shelters, Right. and the angel that she is, she had to go and save the dog, <sighs> and now we're fostering this dog till her mom comes and gets the dog. And, and when's that happening? Hopefully soon, but like you know, you're always like, man, she says, I don't want the dog anymore, and then I'm stuck yeah. with this dog. And then. the more you have the dog playing with the other dogs, your girl's like, mm, maybe three dogs is the... I hope not. Mm. Because we have no papers on it. No. It had like fleas when we when it came to us too. It was gross. You have no papers on this dog. None. So Trump does not want this dog. In <laughs> I this don't country. want this dog. <laughs> I, I'm gonna send it. Oh over. my god, this dog has turned you Republican. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is we have dogs, but those dogs have papers. We're just saying get rid of the ones get, without papers. And the funny these, thing is, it's the white one. It's the white dog. <laughs> it's the get, white dog. Get that rid has of no these papers. white dirty dogs. So has it been a pain in the ass? How's it dealing with the other dogs? It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's a baby, so it's. A real pain ass because my dogs are old. Yeah, so they just chill and they know the routine. This one's like shitting in the house, pissing in the mm-hmm. house. This this one seems like the young gun that came into prison and like is starting <laughs> starting shit with like the old timers. So we're like, hey man, this is the way things go around here. You let them rub your belly, they feed you. We go for a walk, and this one's like, I ain't fucking having no no one's rubbing my belly, motherfucker. They're my bitch, not the other way around. Yeah, dude. It's I that. imagine that's what they're talking. That's about. what they're saying. That's what my dogs. And talking. now the old dogs are getting hyped up because they're young blood. They're like, yeah, yeah, maybe he's right. Maybe this one's right. I just wanted to go away. Nah, man. So, yeah, but I mean, it'll, it'll go. It'll I can be... make that. Ha- we can leave the door open. I mean, she's not here. She's up. Yeah, I'm not that right? big of a monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Right, so, let it go explore. Didn't you ever see all those, uh, what was it, Benji movies and crap? <laughs> Lassie? You let a dog go out. It has adventures. Everybody's happy later on. Let a dog roam. He'll find his way home. Yeah. That's such Milo bullshit. and Otis and That's stuff like that. They yeah. get hit right on They I-4. all have British accents. Or I think five. one of them's Michael J. Fox. I'm not sure how it works, but they'll be fine. Poor dog. You're hit. right, though. If it hits, you're right by like some major roads. <laughs> You're, that dog would just become that dog when I'm driving. I'm like, oh, look, someone hit a dog. You yep, know, and that would be, be the, that whole story. And that would be me. I'll be yep. me. I have to live with that guilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, now, yeah. I, had to, I had to stop on the way here. Uh, I had to stop at I stopped that Office Depot because I'm tired of you having the nice chair. I'm sitting here on a freaking keyboard <laughs> stool. The, look, I will say this. The studio is coming along. We've made some moves. We, we did nothing for a year. 
And then we did the basic minimum. And now every week it seems like we're like, oh, we got this. We got this. We got this. Yep. So I'm lacking a chair, which at my age, I need back support. Uh, you know, and I kept saying, you want to use my chair? You go, no, I'm good. Yeah. Now. Good. It wasn't until we got these mic stands, we got these arms, that now all of a sudden, like before the mic stand was right here, and I was, but now that I can put the mic stand anywhere I want, I'm like, I would rather be leaning back. That that old duct tape back of yours, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's finally, all those things you did when you were stupid, like younger, playing <laughs> hockey and shit, and like uh, going, oh, you know, people are like, dude, you need to be more careful. You're going to pay for that when you're older. And you're like, I'm not going to live to be old. And now, yeah, now I'm old. Now you're old. But uh, yeah, so I went over to Office Depot to look at like nice, you know, nice vertebrae supporting chairs, maybe with a massager or something like that. And they got a U-Fit, you know, which What's is... That? I guess it's like a gym that's like either a step below or above Planet Fitness. I can't oh, okay. figure out where it falls in. Never but it's one of those judgment-free type gyms. Everywhere's you know? judgment. What are you Every, talking about? There's no such thing as judgment-free. What? No, Gold's Gym is judgy as... Like, I was a Gold's Gym member back when I had abs because <laughs> then I could be judgy as fuck, you know? There's nothing wrong about that. Yeah. you, know, you we people, Guys would walk in. We're like, no, no, no. You don't get a membership here. You take that shit to curves. You, you go... <laughs> 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 you go you go that place where you pay 40 bucks to walk up onto a plastic step and walk backwards. You don't take that to Gold's, man. Dude, yeah. every time I used to go to Gold's gym, man, I'll get sized up. And I'm like, yes, yeah. you're taller than me. Yeah. Why are you looking at yeah. me? Like, Dude, yeah. it's just always like... Yeah. The They're up like, and down. oh, daycare is that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone brought their kid to the gym. Hey, Stay away from the plates. Me. He's going to get hurt. <laughs> yeah. But no, this one by UFIT, dude, the thing I noticed, when it was right next to the uh, office depot. But when I'm walking in, there's also a Chick-fil-A in that plaza. And for some reason, it was like 7 o'clock at night. And I got in my car, and all you could smell was Chick-fil-A. And I don't think I could go to a gym that 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 the wafing of Chick-fil-A... You can smell. Oh yeah, oh, I was like with uh, subways next to any. Because you of see these guys who've just been in there burning off and just. Well, I know Chick Fil A's better than some fast food, but waffle fries are gonna kill what you just did for two and a half hours, man. You're screwed. So no, I, it, my gym that I never go to, but I pay every month just to say I have a membership. Aren't you still a membership? I, I still have a membership. I think I've been twice this year. And Man. by this year, you mean 2017. You walked in <laughs> for the pizza party. I've been, I've been zero times in 2018. My, my gym does serve pizza on Mondays, <laughs> which is crazy. And they got bagels on Thursdays, I believe. And you see people at the gym on Mondays. You don't see the rest of the week at the gym. They don't even wear workout clothes. They come in with, like, Uggs on. And, <laughs> and that's the guys. And, they, and you can't get on a bench because they're using it as, like, a picnic table. As a table yeah. to eat your pizza? It's like you go, you go to sit on one of the, you know, you're like, oh, is that sweat? No, that's grease, man. They use the that brings the pizza Dude. up to their mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they're trying to kill you with carbs there. That's what they do. You work out all week, and just when you're getting ahead, they're like, they might not need us anymore. <laughs> Let's give them some pizza. And it's not even like a healthy pizza. It's like, here's mass-ordered Papa John's. Tastes like the box you ordered it in pizza. You don't like Papa John's? I've lost my taste for Papa John's. Who's the best pizza right now? Oh, man. I don't know, because here's the thing. I go for, like, the nowadays, I go for, like, the stone-fired actual Hand toss. You bougie yeah, as fuck. Not bougie as fuck. I'm not looking for that. Chris. I'm looking for the closer to New Yorker style, like hand toss dough, not like, oh, we made this in a machine, press it out, threw some sauce on. Like Papa John's used to be good for me, but now I just no flavor to I it. Really eat, I really eat Papa John's. Yeah. Who do you like going to? I don't like eating. Well, I just eat at a new place called Lazy Moon. You tried that place? Where's that? On Colonial. Nah, and I'm the pizza slices are as big as your head, like mm. maybe bigger. 
awesome. I got a pretty big head. That's a huge fucking head. That's a huge you know, fucking head. You know, it's like, <laughs> I, I love whenever New Yorkers are like, oh, you can't get good pizza down here. It's not New York style. It's not it's New York style. Shit. Yeah, well, they do say the water up there makes the dough taste better. But here's what I think it is. I'm like, you know, the only difference between regular pizza and New York style pizza uh, New York style pizza, they don't wash their hands. You know, that's it. I'm like, you know what the flavor you get? That's the guy that just scratched that, his ass before that, he that tossed your pot. Sack yeah, sweat. You, is that mm. what you want? Is that is that what you want? That's so, what makes it hey, I'm just saying it tastes better. Yeah, mm. you like balls, is what you're saying. So we'll get down that. But yeah, so I I think my gym has like uh yeah, there's nothing to eat around my gym. So I have no excuse to be this heavy. I go out of my way after my gym to go to Wendy's and be like, oh, comfort food. You keep saying you're going to die, but we'll see, man. I'm, go- I'm going to die. Soon. I, 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 I got to I gotta throw workouts at you. That's my yeah. next step. Dude, I, I think last week when I was on the road doing five states, How seven days. How many push-ups days, you did? I did zero push-ups. <laughs> and I, I think if I had a McDonald's card, they owe me like six free meals. Because it's just so, it's so shitty, dude. It's like... You 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 wake up, you drive all day to the gig, so you're looking for something quick you can eat on the way. You get to the hotel, you check in, maybe you eat at the club, and the club is usually like, oh, what do you want? Fried. Yeah. And, and then afterwards, you go, you hang out, and what's the only thing open besides going and sitting down? And even Denny's, if you go there, it's all fucking fried, quick shit, you know? There's no healthy places. And, oh, well, you need to plan and pack your meals accordingly. Do you know me? That's not happening. Like, that's the problem. Most people eat smart all day. Not most people, but the healthy people <laughs> plan and eat smart all day. Me, I'm like, man, I woke up at 2 and I'm starving. I, I'm not going to sit there and prep something. I'm going to go drive through McDonald's, eat something that I know tastes horrible and is bad for me. Shame. Yeah. Shame. I feel horrible. Horrible. So, Shame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? What did you do? You didn't do a lot of comedy, so uh, what? Oh, you went to. Uh, I did the Orlando Indie Fest. You did the Orlando Indie Fest. How'd that go? It was cool. A lot good. of funny people out there. What else did you do? Uh, uh, the karate. Did crap? they have a good turnout for the Indie Fest this year? I think so. Yeah, I heard the first night was rough. I heard the, the first, first night, night was rough, but it was like a it Thursday. Was, it was you. I believe was the audience. You text me. I'm at the Indie Fest. I'm like, how is it? You're like, I am the audience. I am the. Yeah, I was. I was the only comedian. That wasn't room. performing? That wasn't performing. Mm. And then there's another guy that just happened to walk in. He's like, I'll watch the show for yeah. free. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, that was it. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I went to the uh, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night. Mm-hmm. It was better. Yeah. But yeah. I know they had like shows like at 3 in the afternoon. How many venues did they have this year? It seemed like most of the pictures I saw were like Will's Pub. Will's Pub was the main one. Uh-huh. And then you had uh, Bull and Bush. Right. And then Oddball. That's that new place? Like uh, downtown? I don't think I've been there yet. I, I didn't go not there Not Sideshow? Oddball? It's not Sideshow. Okay. It's another place. It was called the Oddball something, but it was mm-hmm. someplace downtown. I forgot. Right. I didn't go to that one. And I think that's it. So what? They had like three venues, four venues? Oh, okay. That's it. That's they didn't use Austin's. So what day? You, you said you went to uh, Orlando City, right? I did go to Orlando City. City when did game? you go to that? Was that a Sunday Saturday. game? Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Who won? Nobody. Nobody wins. Ninety ever. minute game of just tie. <laughs> tie at zero. One one. Ah, it might as well be. I mean, it was like we were losing, and then like five minutes till the end of the game, and we then scored, and that was it. And, and that's it, how soccer ends. There's no shootout, no sudden death. Nothing. No. You just go on your way, and and that's it. That's it. So why? Do, 
Are you a soccer enthusiast? Like, do you love the sport? Did you play soccer? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I like football. Mm -hmm. I don't know stats. I don't know the players. And I can't memorize a number. I watch part of the Super Bowl every year. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I watched games. Mm -hmm. But do not ask me how, who the quarterback is or anything. Mm -hmm. So soccer is double that. Soccer is double. Yeah. Like, I might know one quarterback. Right. You know, but soccer, I know no one. So do you just go for the experience of it? Do you I go just with go for or? the energy and just watching the game. Who you go way. with? You go by yourself, or I'll take my girl, but then I'll sometimes meet Pedro out there. Uh huh. So Pedro and Lima, we'll go hang out, and then whoever's out there, really, I just bump into friends. Yeah. But yeah. I just go for the experience and just burn a Saturday. Now, being Hispanic, is that like I felt like I was obligated to, to watch soccer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Orlando City. Like and if you're a like, tall guy, you gotta like basketball and if you're latino you should like i do soccer. feel like i fit in though when i'm there yeah because like, like, they don't know that you're you're like if i bought off. a full outfit i could yeah. run on the field and they'll be like hey who's that oh no yeah. no that, yeah, yeah he's part of the team yeah 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 i can fit yeah, right you in. can fit right in. i'll fit right in and yeah. then until i run mm-hmm. and then i'll die on on the field yeah there's a lot of running back there's a lot there. of running there's a oh pretty, yeah, I'm, pretty, yeah. <laughs> now i'm winded watching you guys yeah okay. no if I, the couple of times i've watched it both my brothers well my older brother played soccer and like i used to get dragged to his games and then he played in <laughs> high school and stuff but for most of the part i would sit there going uh why are they running it's just going to be back there in like 30 seconds Dude, you it's, know it's it's extreme ping pong yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's that's way uh, it, yeah that's what it is yeah it's back and forth back and forth so yeah whatever yeah. I'm, a, I'm a bandwagon fan yeah i admit it yeah you seem it I, I mean, you seem it. You seem it. You, seem you do. It. You just seem like oh, this. You is seem like you wear shit to fit in. Yeah. Well, you know, and uh, the more I think about, it, the more I was on the way over here. I'm like, man, at least you do stuff. Like we always talk about how you have so many different interests. Like you have, uh, right? You have the, uh, you know, the DJ and the music. The uh, you do all the flyers. You do Photoshop. Uh, now you got an awesome podcast with a great looking co-host. <laughs> And then you also do, you know, of course, martial arts and comedy and all that. And I realized I have no friggin' hobbies <laughs> whatsoever. There's not like a damn thing that I'm interested in. And people are like, oh, well, you got comedy. It consumes you. I'm like, no, because I don't even like watching. What about others. magic? No, that was never a hobby. Most of the things that I know how to do weren't from me being, I want to do that. It was from a pissed off place of, I don't know how that guy did that. I'm going to figure it out. And that's why, like, most of the books I have at home are all based on shit, nonfiction, how to do stuff that I will never do. <laughs> I'm never going to build cabinets from scratch, but I got 14 books on woodworking, and I have no tools. I'm just like, how does a dub joint happen, you know? Uh, I, I really, I don't, I need a hobby is what I'm saying. So you, see, I thought magic, every time... Mm-hmm. Every time when the magicians come out to the open mic, yeah, yeah. I see that like you're like, all right, and you your game face kind of kicks in and you start kind of yeah, but the thing is like the guys that do the magic, like Jeff Kaler and Robbie Moreland, mm-hmm. those guys, dude, they're you've seen them. They're amazing. Dude, I love and, the fact they love coming out to open mics. Yeah. Because they make it so much more entertaining. Any magician who's come out to hang out with us. They're like, we love comedians. I'm yeah. like, why? They're like, they're nowhere near as asinine, as bitchy as magicians. I'm like, well, that's where you're wrong. The reason they're not bitchy to you 
is because you come in here, you're doing awesome tricks for our entertainment. Oh my gosh, and I love it. More importantly, you're absolutely no threat to us. You know, I've seen comics go back and forth over who wrote this joke and that joke right, and who's right. doing this and who's getting gigs and shouldn't. But you got a magician coming. Yeah, why would we treat you like shit? You're not a threat, you know? They pull a coin behind my ear and I'm losing my brain. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. That guy's amazing. Do it again. I got yeah. rent due this month. You know month. what it is, I think? Because comedians don't ask. Mm-hmm. I, think, I, I think that's a magician pet peeve. Yeah. Like when someone's like, how'd you do it? Yeah, it's they, like they just appreciate the performance yeah. of it all. Yeah, it's yeah. like when like, you tell me a joke. I'm like, what? You know, the other thing, yeah. the big difference is, and like I've got friends who are comedians and friends who are magicians, and because I've done, you know, magic comedy in my act and for like corporate shows and stuff like that, but I never took it very seriously. Like all the magic I've done in my shows has always been magic where it's like you're a screwed up magician and the trick's not working and then it does. It's for the comedic value. Right. I told someone years ago, if I do a trick on stage, and people go, ooh, rather than ha, 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 I don't do that trick anymore because I don't want to amaze you. I'm going for the laugh, and which is the opposite of what a lot of the real magicians are going for. They want the amazement. When people come up to me after like a corporate show of comedy magic and they're like, man, I know how you did that. I'm like, I would hope so. You're 35, <laughs> sir. You know, it's like I'm not. But I will tell you this, the difference between magicians and comedians. Magicians will steal each other's shit all the time and call it an homage. Like, you'll see, like, Lance Burton doing David Copperfield's version, and he'll be like, this is David Copperfield's version of the blah, 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 blah. And comics, we don't do that, man. We fight if you have words similar in your <laughs> setup and punchline, and it's like, you're not paying me homage. You stole my fucking joke, you know? <laughs> this is an homage to Mike Hurley. So yeah. I have kids, and uh, no, yeah. you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, I I did a show. Uh, I think it was the Why Not Lounge. This was years ago. I did a show with Why Summer Why Not Club, Lounge. And I Man. do my I do the magic comedy stuff, and I get an email like three months later from some magician out of Philadelphia, and he's like, "Hey, my name's Dan, so and so. I enjoyed your show. I was down there visiting family over the summer. I'm now doing your version of the Nielsen bottle, the vanishing <laughs> bottle. I do." And I just wanted to let you know it's working splendidly. Thank you so much. He wrote me to tell me he's doing my material bit for bit with the jokes and everything and thought I should be honored that he's doing my material. Now, if you were a comedian, someone wrote you and said, hey, Kermit, you know, I've been doing your blah, 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 short guy jokes and just want to let you know they love them up in Pittsburgh. How quick would you be on a plane being like, oh, I can't wait to meet you? Hey, what did you say? Yeah. what I I wrote him back. I'm like, "Uh, I'd appreciate if you didn't. But in the magic community, creating your own illusions are so, it's such a rare thing. Like, if you look out there, most of the magicians are doing the same things. Some of the guys will argue, well, the way I do this and the way I do this. I'm like, yeah. But if you cut a rope and you put that rope back together, the lay audience doesn't give a fuck about the 20 different methods there are for doing that. They just saw you cut a rope and put it back together. So the only thing that really makes it unique is you can take the tricks that have already been out there in magic and put your own pattern to it, your words, the jokes, which is what I'm good at because being a comedian, that's where I put my focus. So you put all this ton and time into writing the jokes to go with these tricks and then someone just comes along and goes, oh, those jokes work. I'm taking those. (laughs) Thanks. They weren't there for the times you were saying shit that wasn't working, you know? But I don't know, man. That's why I've kind of put the magic side of things on the back burner. I only really do it if I need to do like a totally clean hour long show or if they 
you know, it's a lot of time casinos or country clubs want comedy magic. And for me, it's, it's, it's a no brainer. You're paying me what? Yeah. I'll pack my bag of tricks. I'm on the way. So ma- magic's not your hobby. Comedy no. is your full time. Yeah. So what about, I don't know, man, you're into comic book stuff. Not really as much as I used to be. I mean, a lot of my resurgence into liking it is because I got two kids who are into superhero stuff now. Well, that wouldn't be a hobby, wouldn't it? That would just be yeah. a collection. Then you become like... Yeah, no, man. Just I, a hoarder. Like yeah, me. Uh, like, like you, because <laughs> I walk in and you got the... Uh, the little by little, this Wolverine, place is going to get nerdy which and nerdy. That, that is badass, actually. Oh, thanks. Uh, I don't... know. Like, it's a replica. It is. Replica. It's... It is a replica, but I'm looking at it, and it doesn't even make sense now that I'm looking at it. What are you talking about? It was in the movie and in, in, uh, in uh, X Factor, and the Weapon X. That's the Weapon X, but it seems like the claws wouldn't extend from there. Well, they they ripped it out of a uh, the Antimanian. They're like they're supposed to be like simulating his his claw. Uh huh. I get what you're saying. It's like no, I get it, what you're it, saying, it, but it, it retracts long... in. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, like. I don't know. Well, but wouldn't I mean, it be stupid if I had a if I had a just a, a skeleton hand with no retractable claws? It just looked like a canister with a hand in it, like he's beaten off. Yeah, he's like, no, you're right. No, it, it's cool. Oh, 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 okay. Now I get. It. That's a different set down there. Right. So that's showing how the set. Okay, now I see. Yeah. It. Yeah, I didn't see it. There's actually showing what it would look like with claws on, what it would look like when the claws were in. When it, when it in. Okay, right. yeah, I didn't see that. And I don't think anyone who saw a picture of that would blame me for being like, that doesn't look right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, well, you pay for something like that. At the time, I think I bought it for like 150 150 And I think now it's on retail for like 4 Wow. Yeah. Nice. So it was an investment. It was a sure investment. It's an investment. Yeah, nice. I mean, I'm not going to get rid of it. I love it. Yeah, you doing Megacon this year? Yeah, I'm gonna sneak into Megacon. I mean, yeah. go to Megacon. Yeah, it's uh, it's the 24th through the 27th. I want to say this year, uh, May. Yeah, May 24th, 27th. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to. It. We're in we're in talks for some geeks of comedy stuff, but we haven't are got we? anything defined yet. Are we are. Yeah, dude. No, that I've been talking about getting you on the geek stuff. That yeah, let's do it. That would, we, I'll dude. finally be able to sneak in without paying. <laughs> Again, but I'll be official because you know I we're actually talking about getting a table this year. We've done the table thing before. But what did you do at the table though? Well, we would put up the geeks of comedy. We got the banner. We would promote the two shows that we usually do. Okay, but then also I use it as a chance to move merch all weekend. Oh, yeah. Which uh, the last time but I, I was did, gonna say the shows are free, so it's not like we're trying to sell tickets. The shows are free, but what we usually do, what we usually do, is we collect donations for the Heroes Initiative, which you know what the Heroes Initiative is. Old right? guys that got screwed out of drugs. Old guys that got <laughs> screwed. Uh, for those of you out there, the Heroes Initiative is a charity for. Think of uh, some of your favorite classic superheroes, and uh, I know Stan Lee and Jack Kirby get the credit for a lot of them. But, I mean, truthfully speaking, it was a lot of hourly paid guys who came up with a lot of this shit, right? And yep. they didn't have 401ks. They didn't have insurance they didn't programs. Have, they didn't know any better. So, hey, guess what? You were writing for us. This is ours now. And uh, see you later. Go fuck yourself. Yep. So the Heroes Initiative uh, is a charity that collects money just to help these guys, like, pay rent and their medical bills and stuff like that. And we've been, uh, I've been doing six years now. I've been with the geeks doing shows at Megacons and cons and uh, stuff like that. And we usually collect for the Heroes Initiative. But 
there's some word that maybe this year that won't be going that way. Because they're all dead. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> I think we gave six years. We're like, what? None of these guys are living anymore. But I mean, they're done, man. Yeah, I don't know. New so era. it's it's a great charity. You should look into it. It's a great charity. They're all dead. No, oh, dude. Stan dude. Lee's the last relic. Yeah. And Stan Lee's not doing so well from He's what I hear. He's fighting yeah. lymphoma. Dude, he he made it so far too, and then just what three months ago he gets his first sexual. Salt See charges. that that buries people, man. That's, That's Bill Cosby should have taken a lesson. Once you get that first charge, it's time to kick off. Keep you your legacy Stan Lee intact. And Ryan Seacrest eating yeah. it. Oh, so uh, we while I was on the road, uh, had the <laughs> rental car. You molested something? What? No. Oh, okay. No, nothing that wasn't willing. <laughs> uh, something, by the way, not but, a person. <laughs> but uh, while I was on the road, uh, I hate when this happens. Had the rental car, and. Even when I don't have the rental car, I think one of the things I hate the most in the world is uh, valets. And what I hate more than valets is when it's forced valet. <laughs> Go on. You know what I'm saying? Forced valet to me is kind of like the guy in the bathroom when you go to wash your hands oh, at a club. I hate that. Like, mofo. dude, I'm fucking 41. I know how to wash my own hands. I learned that at three. But they stand there and they like got the, and sometimes they do that little, oh, I got a, I got a, what's it called? A washcloth. Let me flip it like a fucking pizza to you, like a New York style <laughs> pizza. Let me flip it to you. Like, no, dude, you're not a flare bathroom attendant, motherfucker. And they stand there and you don't even, half the times, if it's just you and him in there, it's like Awkward the worst stage fright. Because at least when there's another guy in there, you know he's in there doing business too. But when you know he, that guy's in there waiting for you to do your business, it's like a whole different level of stage fright. Plus, I'm like, I don't want this guy listening to me shit. You know? I hate the guy. I hate him. I hate when he squirts the soap right into oh. your hand. <laughs> yeah, like you wash your hand and go, yeah. hey, I, I didn't ask oh, for that. Oh, you're going you're gonna to let me wash my hands here in the same sink that would be here if you weren't fucking here? And you're going to make me do this whole weird thing where I stare at myself in the mirror while I'm washing my hands? For the record, yeah, they're there, but they don't clean the toilets. The toilets still look like someone shit all over it and peed all over it. Yeah. So what's the point? I'd rather pay the janitor. Yeah. Where's the Mexican that was cleaning it before him? Because he's not cleaning the toilet. <laughs> it, 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 all he offers is shitty cologne and, and, a, and a peppermint from Halloween from two years ago. Yep. Yep, it's yeah. just it's just awkward. And then what happens? You know, like you feel obligated. You're like, oh well, this guy ripped off a paper towel from a dispenser. I could, I know how to work the fucking sensor, asshole. So you rip off the towel and you're wiping your hands and you're reaching your wallet. And now you just wash your hands. And now you're reaching into your wallet to pull out the dirtiest thing on earth, which is of course money. <laughs> so all those germs are just back on you, man. I just so I hate the bathroom guy. But then even more, I hate when you go somewhere. And we went to this really nice hotel in nashville and it was you had to valet your car and i never want to valet because number one usually most of my cars i feel more embarrassed for making the valet have to drive my car <laughs> like i'm like dude don't you don't but this time i had a rental it was nice and i still didn't want to give it to him because i'm sitting there just putting all my stuff hiding it in the glove all the places i know he's going to look if he really wants to find it anyways but then it's like dude i can park my own car and now I'm obligated to, because I'm one of those guys, I'm going to give you a tip every time. I, here's a tip for please don't fuck up my car. Here's the yep. keys. Here's a tip. Please don't. Yep. It's a rental. I don't have the insurance. Please don't fuck up my car. And then when it's time to go get your car, you got to call down. I'm like, fuck, I can see my car. I want to go get my fucking car. And here's another tip for bringing it to me and not 
fucking it up, you know? It's <laughs> You're very paranoid about the guy fucking up your car. Dude, when when you got the rental, it's it's like a casino, man. You're just rolling the dice. When you get rent you the car. You gotta buy the insurance though. Well, the insurance on this run would it cost me more than what the car rental was. But then was. you get to drive it like a bat out of hell yeah. and like slam into yeah, trash cans. I know. And shit. But you gotta remember this is the run where they kept all the information from me. Right up till the week before. So, like, I didn't have my budget. I didn't have anything. So, I could have been flying up to Charlotte, rent a car up there, and then fly out of Nashville. So, by the time it came time to do all this stuff, I was looking for the cheapest possible way to all do right. it the week of. But, yeah, man, I'll, I'll tell you, dude. One, as soon as you drive off that lot, you get that feeling of, like, I should have paid for the insurance. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And uh, I'm hoping to... I'm, Thinking of checking my credit card because some credit card companies actually take care of your insurance on rentals. So I'm thinking of looking for a card that has that because, you know, people are like, oh, why don't you take your own car? I'm like, well, number one, I got two cars and only one of them do I trust to drive more than like a daily driver. And fortunately, that one that I got for road gigging, traveling, great on gas, I got to leave that with baby's mom and the kids. You know, that's the safe thing to do. The other car, I'm not taking out of Orlando because it's held together with repairs that I made. You know, like I took it to a mechanic and he's like, Mike, I can't let you put any more money into this car. It's dead. And then I still went home and I'm like, I can fix it. That guy only has 45 years in the industry and ordered the parts online, did it myself. It's a Frankenstein barely living car. Holy shit. But That's the one you drove here? No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, and but even even when I'm doing like a five state or something like that, I prefer a rental car because that's miles on someone else's car. You know, yeah. like I put like twenty three hundred on it in the week. I gotta get out of state for yeah. comedy. Come with me. Let's go. You never Let's invite go. me, man. Well, you're not funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> see a comedian would have had a comeback for that one. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you what. I'll make a deal. You it beat hurts. you beat Bill Kilpatrick in that roast. And we'll take you on the road. Done. Plus, the gigs I've asked, asked you to do locally, I'm like, hey, man, you want to open for me here? Oh, I got a DJ gig that night. <laughs> hey, man, you want to open for me here? Oh, it's like you always have something no, going that on. That is true. And, yeah, and, and yeah. I'm not going to lie Your book's so far out doing quinceaneras and shit. The money, money, money. It's money, money, money. So how you deal with valets? Do you, do you mind it? Do you I, I try to avoid it as much as I can. Yeah. But then, but then I'm, I, I look at it as like, depending where I'm at, I'm like, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take forever to find a parking. Just mm-hmm. give them three bucks in here. Mm-hmm. I always find it funny because uh, my seat is pretty mm-hmm. close to the, <laughs> to the steering wheel because I'm short. Yeah. I, and I, I don't move it for them. And I get mm-hmm. in, I see them go in. I see them like their whole chest get crushed by the steering <laughs> wheel. And then, like, <laughs> then they move it. And then they never move it back for me. They just leave. I'm like, ah, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Uh, the bathroom attendant guy. There was one bathroom attendant. He was annoying as hell. I forget where I was. Was he talking to you? He was. He was. He had rhymes. He had rhymes. Because <laughs> they had like condoms in a bowl. He's like, CD. he's like, get get yourself a glove, otherwise you ain't gonna get no love. You know, oh, he had like that guys. going on. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, at one point, I walked in. I think I was in a place in Boca, and it had kind of like the other bar. When you're at the urinal, you could look out and, and see, see everybody the bar. in the bar. And, and I was drunk. I was like, oh, man, see that girl? My friend's next to me at the urinal. I'm breaking the cardinal rule. I'm talking while I pee. I'm like, see that girl over there? I'm going to give her the time of her life. And like, I go wash up, and the guy was like Haitian or something. He's like, you'll no give her time of her life. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, you'll no give any girl ever a time in life. I'm like, what are you, like voodoo, psychic? He's like, no, I saw your penis when you pee. And I was like, you're a dick, man. 
you're a dick. And then my buddy gave him a five. He's like, that was the best part of my night. And now, freaking funny. And now I guess now that I said that, I'll never hear that end of it from... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then that's gonna be the next. That's clip. gonna be the. You're <laughs> such an asshole. You're such an asshole. Oh man. Oh well. Well, uh, you know. Until we talk to you next time, this has been the obligatory podcast. I'm Mike Hurley. Check me out, uh, MikeHurley.com. That's Mike with a Y, M Y K E H E R L I H Y dot com. Fancy. Check that out. It's got my Facebook, my Instagram, my Twitter, all that. And uh, then uh, Kermit, where you at? I am in your house. Uh, under Kermadel Gonzalez and then that's on all the social medias just like that alright cool Easy. so we'll see you next time have a great time later